0: Welcome to Tech Breakfast. Today's top headlines served hot by your host, Aaron Buley and Tyler Gates. So grab your coffee and let's get into it.
1: It's Tuesday, October 13th. And wow, we have a lot to talk about today. With us on the show, we have the Tim Davis back to help cover the iPhone 12 event today. Welcome back to the show, Tim. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I feel like that was oh, a yeah. huge giveaway. I didn't know it was going to be the iPhone 12. I thought okay, for sure we were going to have a Spoilers. clever name. Yeah. <laughs> welcome <laughs> welcome back to help cover the redacted event today. and Then we'll get into redacted. it. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> no. but let me guess. I, I think we should just do
2: predictions because I have not paid attention to this yet. So uh, you already gave up the name, which sucks because I was totally going to guess that. It was just going to be whatever they called it last year with uh, number plus one. Sounds like that's right. <laughs> um, let's see competitively samsung seems to have every size under the sun now um i don't i don't know if apple does that or not i'm, I'm gonna toss it out there so they're Would gonna like offer small like one and and a big one and then like a really big one and they're all going to be just tiny differences but everybody's going to be really excited about their perfect unique fit um they're going to make some minor adjustment to the look but at this point i feel like they've exhausted the look? I don't, I don't know. I, I still have in my head like I think it was the 4 uh, and and I hate everything about Samsung's curved edges which probably means Apple's doing the same thing because that just seems to be the easiest way to break screens. So I, I actually don't have a good prediction <laughs> there. I'm just going to no.
1: um, <laughs> uh,
2: let's see cameras. There's going to be like eight cameras because uh, it was what four last time or maybe they already had eight um, so they're either going to add <laughs> okay. cameras just more lenses lots of them um on a, like a spider array uh and let's features i don't they're going to add some something androids had for a decade probably <laughs> um, the whew, are they going to do like some crazy zoom thing sure we'll throw that in there they're going to do some crazy zoom camera thing cuz i feel like i don't know M- maybe what that's that it mean? They, they're going to add thing. they're going to add like some niche pro sounding photographic thing to one of their spider camera lenses um, that everyone's going to feel like they're totally going to use. Um, it's probably going to be like 8K. They got to have 8K forward facing cameras, right? So that your eye cloud goes up. Why are we doing this? Up.
1: <laughs> Why are we go on like this? I,
0: I was waiting for
2: and you to see, put them off. The last one is going to be something, something, retina, something, something. So that's the
1: screen. That's That's all yeah. I got. You just about nailed it.
2: Did really?
0: It. You were pretty right. on
1: man. <laughs> Tell me that they yeah. have eight cameras. Should, should we just get into it? I guess. <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. But before we get into some of the details and stuff, Tim, I wanted to get your take on kind of the feel for it because I got some. Yes. I have some interesting takes on it, or maybe not interesting takes, but I have some thoughts about it. What was your feel for the event and how it kind of started and the transit? I mean, what what what'd you think?
0: So I I I have a weird feeling about all the Apple events now. Um, Although some people seem to back it up. Um, I really love the pre-produced Apple stuff now. Um, I like that it's not just a do it live on stage with all the tech nerds hooting and hollering in the audience. I just, I I never thought that I would say that, but I absolutely prefer their new style of events. Is it just like a higher
2: production value?
0: Oh, way better. Cool. Yeah. It's, it's a lot less garbage. There's no mistakes. There's no bumbly handoffs when people are walking on stage right. and there's no cheering. I mean, it's just, it's really, really well done. They get to the point and I like it. I, I'm a huge fan of their new, you know, virtual events.
1: Yeah. I, and I would say the same um, in terms of uh, just kind of how it came across. And I think some of the interesting things that they were able to show off in the cinematography of it right. were really neat in how they showed off. One of the things they announced, which was the HomePod mini, uh, when they kind of transitioned and zoomed in to the house and they were showing kind of things happening in real time as if it was, you know, real life, right? Like you're kind of looking into a a TV sitcom kind of deal.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, they they showed you the practical application of the device, not just a couple of people in black turtlenecks sitting on stage next to one. So, I mean, it's (laughs) really cool what they can do now.
2: Yeah, what, so what, what did they show? Well, what was one, the practical use case for the well, HomePod Mini? So isn't that what Google caused there?
1: Yeah, we'll, d- yeah. we'll dive into that. It, it, it wasn't. It's not that much different than the Echo. Oh. Um, there, there are some subtle nuances which I think we'll touch on here. But yeah. one quick comment in the example uh, that we were just kind of walking through, I, I asked my wife to sit there and watch with me as well to kind of give me some takes, <laughs> and she said, "You know what I'm, what I'm feeling here is that if I have the HomePod Mini." Then my kids are going to be doing their homework. They're all going to smile. They're all going to be very obedient. My house is going to be very clean and bright. And open. <laughs> <laughs> she was, that, that's that what she just the killer at. take, man. She's nailing it. Yeah, yeah. And so because that's how that she said too. So there was this opening montage of about like I don't know three minutes of nature scenes, right? And then the first thing they announced was the HomePod Mini, and they you know were showing off the intercom system and all this kind of stuff, but in the actual practical use of the device that they're showing off, no one was in nature. No one was interacting with anything outdoorsy. <laughs> Outside's everyone really was great. In. Here's yeah, some stuff was, for inside. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> everyone was inside with their face in an iPad or something like that, you know? And, you know, dad was uh, trying to get the attention of kid and saying, you know, on the intercom via the HomePod mini saying, hey, it's time to go. We're late. And then they, there's, a, there's a notice or notification on the iPad or whatever, right?
2: Waterfalls and birds and are just fantastic, like, yeah, we're not as fantastic as something, something, retina, something. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. But anyway, what's your take on the mini? $99, I, by the way. Oh, God. Yeah, that's
0: the biggest thing that kills me. And everybody that's on board for the HomePod, uh, they just don't care. But so, like, in my head, I equate the HomePod... Mini to an Echo Dot,
1: like that's what I see it Which as. Like the twenty bucks, you should, though. Yeah, it exactly. See, but from that's a price thing. perspective, it has to be treated like an actual Echo, like a full blown Echo. From a speaker perspective mm, and a price perspective, right?
0: Yeah, this thing
1: does Is it besides, have that big of
0: a speaker? How big is it? It's the size of a softball, give or take. Um, but no, I that's disagree. The one, that's the one thing is that the the uh, the uh, Home Pod Mini is. Well, from what they say, it's very, very well engineered for sound. Um, it is very smart. You can put two of them in the same room and they will become aware of each other and Stereo-pair start doing things stereo things like surround. Yep. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, sure. They'll they'll do whole home audio and, you know, home grouping and some stuff like that. Sure. Uh, they've got spatial Does it have awareness. A hub, like
2: a smart IoT hub or anything like that? It-
1: does not. You know. It uses your iPhone See, for that I, and, and home you know, that kit. Becomes, it becomes the hub, though, right? Like the the system. Not, there's not one speaker or one device that is the hub. It becomes the hub. Of it. right? it's, it's, it's essentially a, a microphone extension from a to your perspective, iPhone.
2: perspective, right?
1: Yeah. If you're going to compare
2: a softball sized speaker, and everyone every one of them says that they have like the best speaker technology ever. Oh, for sure. Just kind of ridiculous. Yeah, for sure. The dots started as a really crappy speaker with an audio out, right? Yeah. And then the later generations, they they got forced into it. I think it was because of like the home minis and stuff like that from Google, which had better audio in that softball size form factor. Um, it pushed like the third gen Echo Dots into that category, so they right. have much better speakers than previous generations. But it's still garbage because they're tiny, and there's only so much <laughs> you can do with physics and a and a membrane. So just saying that because it's Apple and Apple does a really good job of branding that it should be compared to the Dot. I I don't or should not be compared to the Dot. I, I don't know if I can agree with that because the Dot give full home audio. Well, I no, I'm with you. Yeah. Well, that's Aaron was so, saying not. Well, oh, gotcha. It, let it, me, it sounds let me like clarify. a clarify.
1: Let me clarify. So when they said when they when they introduced it, Joanne and I looked at each other and we were like, it's an echo dot. Like it's just an Apple version of the dot. And then there was a couple standout features that they had. And I think Tim, you were about to get into this, but one of them is the fact that it is part of the iOS ecosystem, right? So it can be calendar aware, it can be all this kind of stuff. You can tell it to text so and so, all this kind of stuff, just like you're, you know, holding down the button on Siri and saying, Hey Siri, text so and so or whatever, or when's my next appointment? Then the other cool thing though, is you can, if you bring your phone up to it, it is aware that your phone is there and it can give you additional information. So if you, um, for say like you're listening to a song and you bring your phone up to it, it'll give you all kinds of information. Maybe, you know, the lyrics and who the artist is and all that kind of stuff. Right. Sure. That's another cool feature. Um, if you say, Hey, uh, what time does such and such, you know, pizza place close and it tells you when, and then you go get in your car and it no- notices that you're leaving your house, it will automatically on Apple Play in your vehicle, assume you want directions to that pizza place. That's cool. And put it up.
2: Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I love those the, kinds these of are features. Some of the,
1: but I'd so still those say those that are that's,
2: things, those are iterative, right? Like no, I, Google I agree, can send I agree. text messages, so can Alexa for that matter. It's that sure. uh, right.
1: See, and I have an, Alexa, also, I have an auto, cost. I
2: Echo. So. Alexa I don't know about that. Yeah, let me yeah, finish see, the statement. Go
1: ahead. Every bit of that was, okay, this is equal to a dot until i saw that 99 nine dollar price tag now it's like okay if you're going to charge 100 bucks for it now it has to be compared or held up to the standard of a standard echo right so that's when i right. start comparing the which audio is a like smart home it. Of, yeah.
0: like it can control right. and devices asking, and all like, that yeah it does not do that and like so today because it's prime day you can get five echo dots for the cost of one
1: home pod mini yes, and it's <laughs> Well, and the whole point here too is so they had the Apple home pod for a while, right? And correct me if I'm wrong, but it was like 249 or 349. Goodness. Like it was yeah. out of the ballpark. I didn't know anybody that had it. So this is them coming down market. Yeah. Yeah. This is them coming down market into the, you know, proliferating echoes and echo dots. And that's what they said too. They're like, We're we're ready
0: to bring home pod to everybody. And that's when they got into all their stuff for the mini. Um, they they're definitely trying to go down market. But that's, that's I think really they, I think they essentially just created a mid market and are completely missing out on the you know twenty to thirty dollar price point that they would have used to really you know extend their net.
2: Yeah, yeah that's uh, I, I don't know what to say about that. I love the the smart speaker stuff. Um, I, I, I oh think so why conversation before I kind of committed to Alexa early one because it it came out early and I actually really like. Uh, tethering better speakers to those devices. Right. I hate you, Amazon, for not having higher fidelity audio <laughs> out of those. By the way, like they should take a page from the Chromecast there with uh, some legit audio out HD. Anyways, I, I get off on a tangent. If if you're going to spend a hundred bucks for a smart speaker, uh, I would, and I'll throw Amazon a bone here. I would I would probably just spend a little more and get a studio because they sound amazing compared to all of the other little home speakers whether it's a Google Home or an Echo Dot or even right. Echoes and stuff like that Echo
1: Studio is that what you're saying
2: Yeah it's it's a is that the it's one a you much in your kitchen Yeah so I got one because I
1: really so wanted I didn't know to know that existed
2: I wanted to know what the sound really sounded like and and I like to toy with that stuff so my original gen 1 Echo just started having issues still technically yeah. works they sound pretty good for what they were but um it it disconnected a lot how much was that studio? It, it looked like the. Just, I think it's 150 product. most of the time. It, it's always okay. listed for 200, but we've had that conversation too. Amazon always, I think, sells these things at a loss, and and they're discounting like crazy, right? Which is oh, just, they're, not,
0: they're they're not, not dumb. dumb. I, I think you're absolutely no, right. I think these know what game. leaders on purpose.
2: Sure. Yeah, and anyways, it if if you're gonna spend 100 dollars for it, you might as well really get some nice damn audio out of a speaker like that, or. Do what i do most places which is get the cheapest thing you can that has audio out and all of the microphone array to do the smart stuff and tie it to speakers that don't suck because even the studio compared to like high fidelity surround sound coming through your receiver is is a joke right so it's it's just it's a weird like a softball size speaker is never going to be that good It, it just
0: can't. Yeah, they, they so, claim that it has three drivers. It has spatial awareness of the room, and it can do all this crazy stuff. Um, I mean, literally, I today for Prime Day bought one of the, for ten bucks. It's the lowest model Echo you can get. It's the little one that basically doesn't even have a speaker. It just yeah, plugs the into the wall so, Yeah, I have two of and those.
2: They're I great it. for what you what you need them for.
0: It's going to go into my media room, and I'm going to connect it to the sound bar for whenever yep. I need it. And I, that was the best $10 that I'm going to spend today.
2: <laughs> and, and It's, it's amazing crazy. like that. I want that in the, in the Echo ecosystem, just selfishly because it's easier to share Amazon Music and stuff like that. I yeah. want that with Chromecast quality audio. That That's my dream right there. I want no speaker. I want good recognition of voice and all the smart capabilities through a little array of microphones in the smallest form factor that I can tape to a wall basically and just pump into high fidelity speakers. Like
1: there's my dream. So let me say this though, for those of y'all that may be listening to this for the first time ever, or don't know Tyler's, uh, you know, bias. <laughs> um, first of all, you could probably tell that Tyler's at the out. end of the, yeah, he's at the very end of the bell curve of, of why <laughs> people buy certain things and how they buy them. Um, in terms of I mean, I don't disagree with what you just said, right? But you're not the you're not the common you know person sure. that's buying. Things, no, right? Tyler also has a bias against Apple towards Android. Right? <laughs> Walled <So laughs> garden. yeah, right. So this is a this is a balance show. That's what we're trying to do. It's two verse one. That's the balance. Um, but anyway. So one of the other things that Apple had touted about this was the S5 chip inside and the computational audio with complex tuning modules and all that kind of stuff. That's cool. And you'll hear about that as we kind of get into some of these other items, but they talked big on you know kind of machine learning and i mean they were talking about nice. the, uh, the gpu processing and all this kind of stuff in the iphone all this really intricate um basically machine intelligence whenever you take up
0: computational picture. blank was a good overarching you know <laughs> yeah representation of today because literally everything new has computational something and that was their verbiage cool.
2: yeah <laughs> and you got to give it to <laughs> apple there like they do great Sorry. chip work. Uh, you you yeah. can't, I, I don't, anybody that knocks against what they can end up doing for, uh, you know, oh, power, yeah. whether it's graphics or just, you know, raw
0: computer. Their silicon labs um, are nuts.
2: And and then, you know, battery consumption too, they, they tend to nail it. So, I mean, that's not yeah. all hate. I, I have no doubt that they did some cool stuff. So d- double click on that though. What, uh, what, what did they actually bring to bear that is like a neat technological advancement as opposed to something that's just sort of iterative or, or heavy on the marketing? Now are we still talking about with the about HomePod, the
0: HomePod mini? mini or No no no, yeah. I you just mentioned iPhone. Oh, well let's get into the phone capabilities, then. So yeah. Okay. Okay. yeah. let's get into the phone uh, and so, we'll touch so on first, over there. Let's let's quickly go over a few of your checkboxes here. <laughs> you nailed the sizes. They have the new <laughs> iPhone 12 Mini, the iPhone 12, the iPhone 12 Pro and the iPhone 12 Pro Max. Which they is They have and uh, they have an it's basically an iPad Mini that makes phone calls. Um <laughs> Uh, Just but a pad phone. I, think yeah, I feel need. like that was a thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you nailed that. They've got um, it is four cameras still, but they've basically beefed up all the cameras, and because of the oh, new that's
2: half chip, as many as they needed.
0: You know, because of the new chip, they're doing computational photography. They've announced Apple. Uh, God, what the heck was the name of it? I got it written here. Uh, Apple RAW or uh, what yeah, I Pro made. RAW. Pro RAW. There you go. Um, so you can now do that. What Uh, does that mean? So,
2: I mean, I get RAW in photography. What does
0: Apple RAW? They are now giving you access to RAW shots on your iPhone. But not only that, that 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 RAW is is composed of all of their smart stuff. So it's not just the sensor data. They're actually adding all of that computational value into the RAW shot. And you can drop that right into Photoshop and start editing it with all the power of the computational stuff behind it.
2: So now I want to hear from like photographers, legit, this is how I, you know, fund my life sort of photographers and find out is, is the iPhone in their opinion, or maybe it's after reviews close enough to legit replace some of the, you know, full uh, sensor DSLR sort of capabilities with something like that. I mean, a pro raw. Okay, great. You gave it a name. At the end of the day, that's a lossless compression, I assume. Yeah. That's usually what raw means. Tyler, and again, then,
1: it covers the. It, this is going to cover, again, from a, a bell curve perspective, most of the people that get those like pro level DLS, DL, ugh, DSLRs, yeah. this is going to cover 98% of the use cases. But, no, yes. And it's true. also going to be 10 times more
0: powerful than whichever DSLR they buy.
2: But right. what Apple iPhone user is actually going to take advantage of it shy of a photographer?
0: Most that's the of
2: point. iPhone the, the owners point aren't going to take a raw capture and go to Photoshop.
1: No, but that's <laughs> the point: is it now suddenly takes all of this intelligence that, that these professional photographers have, and it, it uses you. it; it does it for you. That's exactly exactly right. What Tim said:
0: it, it it gives you professional grade photographs just that's by cool. pointing your iPhone and clicking the button. Um, like it does Don't all tell my light wife. balancing and everything like that for you. It's nuts. Great. I mean, it. I know enough about camera tech to tell you that, like, my wife's friend, who's a professional photographer, uh, she's really good at what she does. But this new iPhone coming out is, I mean, I would say anywhere of three times better than the DSLR that she suits with. Now, what it can't wow. replace is an eye for framing a shot or you know lighting stuff like lighting composition and stuff like that now it's going to color correct and it's going to fix a lot of issues for people who don't know but to get the really really crazy stuff you're just never going to be able to beat the eye of a real photographer for getting that shot high quality
2: shots no but that sounds awesome from an image perspective uh and if it
0: is fully automated i can
2: i mean i get it right like my my phone 99% of my pictures are just of my kids doing stupid stuff uh which is what so I want to capture to be just yeah well yeah well of course obviously <laughs> this composition perfect I just needed a smart right. and now you're gonna you know, use processor a... and some yeah name for the application
0: so the let's sh- let's look at the uh some of the other deep checkboxes fusion. that you hit here <laughs> it's called deep fusion time <laughs> you <Deep> said fusion <laughs> <laughs> you said blah 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 retina blah 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 it is called the super retina xtr display <laughs> <laughs> I actually that. thought they had
2: abandoned retina like a decade ago. I'm, I don't I don't keep up that closely with this, but that's... They funny.
0: absolutely do not. Now, they've created a brand new glass technology called Ceramic Gorilla Shield. 8. It's called oh, okay. Ceramic Shield. And essentially what it is <laughs> is they took crazy powerful crystals and baked them at a specific temperature for a certain amount of time. And it has now created something that they say is... Four times better drop performance than any other
1: device on the market. Dude, Tim, that was that was actually probably the coolest part. Just to I thought like, it was fascinating. On, that was oh, yeah. one, that was the one I wanted to dig into Crystal. more so than anything else. Was how are they creating they kind of showed this like visual take on the crystals inside the glass, but yeah, I, I gotta like, look this Man, one up? Man, I want to double click cool. on that. I want to know all about that.
0: I mean Tyler you really should based on how well you nailed that and all that and for the like they really do go into some really geeky stuff like when they start talking about um you know their silicon and how it's built on the uh, 5 nanometer process tech and everything like that they really do get nerdy and it. it really is fascinating so you should yeah. go back and watch it
2: I well, I don't know if I'll end up watching it just because I don't know. I don't
0: end up. Watching well, you can it skip through it. it, but I, mean, but I, there's, but there's I will
2: go look that up. Like the technology that goes into any of the major producers' uh, releases, and iPhone in particular, they do do a pretty good job of being on the you know the tip of the spear, right? Right. Um, it really is fun to go back and look at the technology. Like that one, I'm really curious uh, who's producing it for them, for instance, because I, for the longest time it's been Corning's it's, uh, Corning, Corning right? right. Is it still Corning? It's Corning, yeah. That's what they Okay, say. so, so this is something ult- you
1: expect ceramic shield. Right. right.
2: Okay. So so this I imagine this technology I, I'm curious to see if it's iterative in that space, because I feel like every couple of years we've heard like it's Gorilla Eight, it's Gorilla yeah, there's Nine, there's a new Gorilla, gorilla Nine plus, <laughs> and and it's like what really changed? Obviously, stuff is happening. They're always doing research. Is this yeah. a serious fundamental shift, or did they rebrand it? And then it because it's a corning, fundamental it, It's going to end up on other devices you know, too, for sure. Yeah, um, unless it's unique to Apple for some period of time.
0: Anyways, that sounds it, awesome. It, it very well could be. And so the next thing on your list is you mentioned the shape of the phone, and this is where you actually got one wrong. Uh, you mentioned the rounded edges. So Apple, like the iPad Air that they just released, is going back to the squared round, if you want to call it that. Basically the I like iPhone that. 4 and the iPhone 5. Yes. What, the iPhone 4 was like the <clears> – <throat> That was the one that was like it, you could kind like of see the cards. raw metal on right. the side.
2: And that was yeah. my favorite iPhone. And that's Ligeria exactly
0: ever. what this looks like. This looks like the iPhone cool. 4 and 5, but they did it right. Like they don't have to go through antenna gate again because right. they already did it.
2: Yeah.
0: So everything's good there. Uh, now, speaking <laughs> of antenna gates, the biggest thing that we skipped over, which is the very first thing that they talked about, the phone is 5G. Yeah. They they spent however (laughs) long in everybody's got a 5g
2: phone right now. What the heck's using 5g so so far? I love 5g. I'm just a technology (laughs) dork. I think that's great, but I'm so tired of every phone being 5g or 5g capable, and then seeing absolutely nothing about it except for a screenshot of like eight terabytes of per second data download speeds. Check
0: us out, 5g. So the funny part about this is. Um, they kind of glossed over it really quickly, but AT&T in the past has been Apple's number one premier partner for iPhone tech yeah. at yeah. all. And I was the very first thing too. they do is bring Verizon on stage to talk about their 5G network. <laughs> I mean, fire. it was a, yeah, no, it was a seriously yeah. like they, they very publicly have turned away from AT&T towards Verizon because of the network. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, if you know anything about Verizon 5G, it's out in like five cities and there's terribly poor coverage so they made it sound like everything's ready to go today and it's flat out not (laughs) but
2: once it was ready can you hear me now
1: yeah they jumped into why yeah so they jumped into a little part there where they were like hey we know it's not here yet but it's coming right and then they called out stadiums uh you know concert venues airports landmarks campuses all that kind of stuff that they were going to blanket with 5g uh, to to help right right one of the things i loved is they brought up augmented reality a few times right immersive okay, augmented reality a lot uh, we'll talk about that in, in a little bit when we get to the lidar piece but oh yeah maybe I just did talk about Ooh, that but that was 5G yeah exactly <laughs> go on well one of the things actually made me think of you while I was listening to this Tyler they were showing an example of okay you're you're watching a game or maybe you're in the stadium and you're on your phone and the way 5g works apparently is it doesn't matter how many people are in the area. You can't saturate the network, Noise. but they had this, they had this view into like a player's view on the field. Right. And I think you were, you were actually kind of talking about that on a previous episode where we were yeah, talking yeah. about how we consume sports and whatnot. So I kind of laughed at that point. So, that's awesome. Yeah.
2: And I'm, I'm glad to see that Apple's finally catching up to my visions. Uh, uh, sure.
0: Apparently they've got a <laughs> microphone in on you and they're just listening to
1: everything that you say and they're trying to check make- <laughs> the boxes. Yes. All right. Let me, let me throw some uh, other fun facts. So it got an IP 68 rating. So if you didn't listen to our episode on IP, so that's ingress protection. We talked about that. You can go scroll back and look for it, but uh, the phone is good at six meters for 30 minutes. I mean, you could legit go scuba diving with the phone outside of a case. That's cool.
0: Now, we all know Usually that camera actually like that. means that you can go deeper longer, but that's just where everybody feels uh-huh. safe in putting the stamp on there. Uh, but seriously, I mean, IP68, that's awesome that they've gotten there. Right. Yeah, because uh, I feel so, like
2: most phones are 66 still. Uh, yeah.
1: And, IP68 I wrong, is rare. Yeah, that's rare for a phone. Uh, Other things to call out compared to the previous generation, it's 11% thinner, 15% smaller, 16% lighter. Uh, It has a 2 million to one contrast ratio. It has twice as many pixels as the previous iPhone. Mm -hmm. Twice as many pixels. That's insane. Yeah. The pixel density is just
0: ridiculous on these things now. I can can
1: only imagine. Give me me your guess. So on the (laughs) iPhone 12, the not the non-pro version they picked five colors what's your guess
2: (laughs) uh rose gold no i feel like samsung yeah it's probably probably like pink blue black silver no purple all right black white red, green
1: and blue black white red green green, that's on the iphone 12 and then they went with different (laughs) colors they're with like glossier colors, I guess, for the... Uh, the, the wait, wait, wait.
2: So each edition has different color options? Uh,
0: well, the, the regular and the mini have the same color schemes, but the Pro and the Pro Max have their own completely different uh, veneers. That way people know. You like know with I mean? the 12 Pro, like ah, the you know biggest I mean? thing with the 12 Pro That's, is the outside is all... There's nothing more Apple than that. Steel. Yeah. <laughs> See, Customers. that way when you're walking
2: down the street and you pull it out of your Louis. Everybody knows that you pulled your iPhone Maxi
0: out of your Louis. Oh, for sure. So, I, I, it's funny boxes. that you said rose gold first because everybody on Twitter was like, oh, I want to see the new rose gold, rose gold. And fun fact, none of their phones have rose gold anymore at all. They have a regular <laughs> you know, gold, but it's yeah, blingy and it's
1: ugly and it's it's, it's really weird. bad. Yeah. That's yeah. You it, need it's either. the same gold as like you uh, have the, the the houses from like the 90s that you want to replace all the... Exactly, uh, <laughs> pictures and stuff. It's that color gold. That's a perfect analogy. <laughs> it's terrible. All right. What else do we want to talk about? Um, the A14 Bionic chip, it's the first five nanometer chip in a phone. Nice. So, how's that, huh? That's that's that I so that compare your phone. I like father?
2: nanometers, those are tiny. I don't know. i probably
0: better. So,
1: dude, <laughs> this is insane. If you were to, if you were, to, like if I were to just old. say, if I just said six core CPU, four core GPU, sixteen core neural engine, what type of laptop do you think I'm talking? about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm talking about kind. the phone.
2: Yeah, no, that's awesome. I, I love that stuff. I mean, just seeing what they can pack in there. Uh, what's the What's the transistor count? They always toss that stuff out too.
1: Aaron, yeah, you actually tweeted eight. that. Yeah, eleven point eight billion, and there was a fun fact billion on this from. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, dude, eleven point eight billion, that's and awesome. there's a fun. <laughs> fun fact from uh, Benedict Evans on Twitter. He said, each new iPhone CPU has 11.8 billion transistors. That's about <laughs> half as many as all the CPUs in all the Macs Apple sold when it launched in 1984.
2: Oh, that's a Super cool fun phone. fact.
1: That, I, that really is. I, I thought that was fascinating. Yeah.
2: And all we can do is is fix lighting on pictures of your kids i'm kidding that's actually really cool it's really cool (laughs) i know i don't i don't want to be a total hater that that's awesome (laughs) i can't believe that density is wild it sounds like it is an incredibly capable machine which is fantastic um i hope they don't all end up in landfills in two years but
1: so they talked about that too man um, really? that was kind of cool. They got, yeah, they got into a bunch of, uh, kind of sustainability stuff. They had a whole they segment on where it. They were. Yeah. Oh. They talked about where they were today. And then they talked about their 2030 they so they goals. they do listen to me. <laughs> yeah. So by, by 2030 net zero climate impact. And I thought this was interesting and I'm curious, ah. I'm curious the science behind this or really kind of the equation behind it, because they said anything from component discovery to mining all the way through like production delivery to the customer, including customer use and recycling, if you were to combine all of that by 2030, they want to be 100% carbon neutral. I want to know how. That's fascinating. I mean, well, yeah, well, let know let's how they and, nail
0: it, but that
2: is an incredible amount of waste in all of so this. So they're economy. using
0: 100% yeah. recycled rare earth metals for all of their magnets, which one of the other that's, things that's about cool. the iPhone is that iPhone now is mag safe. So it has a magnetic charger on the back but it also has magnetic accessories so it snaps into the case it's got a little snap-on magnet wallet piece so i mean it's Mm. it's that's probably going to be pretty cool actually because i I remember you know days of old the the laptops always
2: had the magsafe cables and there's something very satisfying and there's people complaining that
0: the iphone now has magsafe but the laptops don't have magsafe anymore
2: (laughs) what they dropped it on the laptops i didn't know that
0: That that's C everything which is another one of my gripes Mm. Every well, there's something Apple else to talk about app.
1: there, real quick. Oh, okay. more, more on the MagSafe <laughs> piece, though. They were having challenges with people not laying their phone kind of right on it so it would yeah. not charge or just very lightly charge. Now, this guarantees a, a solid connection. Yep, that's
0: they even cool. showed no, in what their really
1: commercials cool.
0: like the person was setting the phone down on the desk and the MagSafe charger like jumped off the desk
1: and clipped onto the phone <laughs> when they set it down. Oh, dang! So, it's a good, yeah. good bit of a magnet, then, too. Yeah. And more on kind of that tangentially related to what you're talking about, like, you know, not filling the landfills with stuff. They're also talking about how the phone is shipping with no power adapter or headphones. (laughs) Yeah, they are reducing their carbon footprint. footprint.
2: I wonder if they can sell services for their dongles. Then then, that part of their 10K (laughs) would look great.
0: Yeah, it it literally just comes with a cable. You have to buy the adapter separately and it's not coming with ear pods anymore. No, I'm. I'm not even going to
1: say the hateful things I have to say about that because like they've already been said Dude, and everyone already right agrees thing. with me. Bro, I think it's the right thing, man. Most like, you can look around your room and you ha- already have four or five different sets of headphones. Why do you need them to ship? Oh, you I'm with you on that one? one. The headphones also have seventeen okay, charging. But you
2: better boards. reduce the price accordingly
1: right well like, why so you're, you're gonna charge to me 25 nanometer chip you expensive man drop 25 bucks from- are <laughs> no, <they're not. laughs> usb charging brick okay but here's, yeah, the, here's other <laughs> cool yes. things here's other cool things on it though by simply this 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 blew my mind by simply removing those two items from the packaging 70 percent more items in a shipping pallet holy cow 70 oh, yeah. percent more phones in one pallet just because Just pulling the phone have tiny headphones.
2: little rectangular boxes. So and, exactly. And yep. And they have to have so much more yeah, that that's actually pretty cool. And I mean that makes sense too, because the you know, the little charging bricks or DC bricks are uh are not tiny by any means. In fact, they're oh, no, quite thick compared to a phone too. So that makes a ton of sense. But I still
1: because, think so because they removed those things, Tyler, they dropped the price to six ninety nine. Okay.
2: On all of them?
1: And from <laughs> no, that's, what? That's the mini. Not so much. That's
2: Never mind. So, so look, no, no, no. I get you. I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down there, and that's. I think it's good that I think their hearts in the right place. But that uh, when I hear that, I hear more iPhones in a box truck in a you know a container on a on a boat, and and then I see a six ninety nine price tag for the low end, and what twelve
0: hundred or 10, more for the high end. Ten ninety nine. Yeah, well, starting at ten ninety nine for the lower price. than
2: I would have expected. Oh yeah, yeah. Like storage goes up. They brought their storage up to um,
0: 128 now for but, base.
2: But how's that compare to every other generation of iPhone? You don't have to answer now. It's somewhat re- rhetorical, but it my gut reaction there is just like hotels saying, be green, don't wash your towel multiple times while you're here. It's it is green. That is a good decision for the environment in general. They're not doing it because it's a green decision they're doing it because they can fit more in a box truck
1: I think it's both I think it's I think paying it's attention both. to your customer and realizing that you don't need to put another charging brick in there I could literally sure. go down to my you know nightstand
0: right now and pull out four or five different apple bricks my wife has keeps a box in her classroom that is filled with Apple EarPod headphones that we don't use that if her ste- students yeah, need it for a Chromebook, they just plug them in. So, I mean, it, I get it. And there's a lot of people that are going to be angry about it, but really the only thing I need my iPhone to come with is maybe a charging cable because I always lose those. So I'm fine with it entirely. I think it's, I mean, I knew they weren't going to drop it. It sounds like right. it's a step
2: in the right. Yeah. I, and I mean, I guess maybe that would be the thing is like, show, show me how that benefits us and the environment, right? As a consumer, but I, that's not their stick and I just right, they you. don't have any reason to <laughs> yeah, it yeah, it benefit you though. It just benefits. <laughs> it's, it's good <laughs> for the environment. It's great for their trucks. So they're going to save on shipping and you're going to pay the same price for your phone. You're not going to get a brick, whether you needed it or not. And the ones that need it are going to have to go buy it. Like
0: you're not out of luck anyway. There's USB <clears throat> ports everywhere, bro. Good news, man. It's prime day. You get you a Belkin charger real quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we done?
1: No, Tim, you had one other thing you wanted to talk about with the iPhone stuff.
0: Yeah, speaking of cables and junk like that, every Apple device I have right now is USB-C. And I was like, "Oh, awesome, they're going to go USB-C on the iPhone. They have to this time." Well, That's fun the fact, they didn't. It's still Lightning. Cool. So the cable that comes Why? in the box, the cable that comes in the box is Lightning on one side and USB-C on the other.
2: Oh, that's good. At least that then you can
0: uh, at least lean it. It'll, it'll plug right into your USB C MacBook, which is great. But I am really upset yeah, that for- they didn't go USB C on the iPhone. I didn't realize it yeah, was USB C on the other case. side.
1: Oh yeah, I think what what you're going to have you're you're gonna. I would argue the majority of. Uh,
2: Oh, most people have. They they put a a brick that can charge your phone in the box. Oh wait, no, no, they didn't.
1: If you had an iPhone 11
0: Pro, it came with the Uh, USB-C rapid charger block, so you'll already have one.
1: Um, That's their logic. Just pictured
2: for your laptop,
1: right? I just pictured my grandmother buying it, and she doesn't have a laptop. She doesn't know what USB-C is. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna have to send her what she needs for it. Trying to to figure out what's what's that into to charge the phone. Okay, fine, Tyler. You you have one point, okay? That's it. One <laughs> out of all of this.
0: <laughs> I just, I, that, that was one thing that just got me incredibly angry was the, the lightning yeah. cable Well,
1: when, Tim, what I heard about that is it wasn't worth the engineering effort to move the phone to USB-C for one generation when they push... I mean, you remember how they got rid of the headphone, Jack? Oh, yeah. What and people I heard rumored in, in 13 or 14, they get rid of the the power port altogether and it is fully wireless. Yeah, what what are your thoughts on that? I like it. Let's do that. So, how does that work with Apple CarPlay? Is it just uh, a Bluetooth connection? Well, so
0: I my CarPlay does not have wireless CarPlay, um but most of the newer ones yeah, do. Mine. So, okay. I mean, mm-hmm. the only issue is that wireless CarPlay, at least in has it exists today, nukes your battery like really really quickly. wouldn't surprise me. So that's why I like the corded one, but you know, at the same thing, it's, it's weird. There's, there's ups and downs and what have you, but like I can unplug my MacBook and I can plug my iPad in with the same cable and everything's great. I would love to plug my iPhone with that cable, but I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. I see where they were going with it. And in fact, like you were talking about how, you know, people are upset and they're changing standards and stuff. One of the things that they mentioned was that so many people still have lightning cable ear pods. Um, and since they're not sending you new ear pods, they're going to have the old ones. So that was w- another one of their reasonings for keeping it, but it's just, it's just a minor gripe for me, but I totally get why they did it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Have we beaten this horse to death? Is there anything else we want to talk about? Tyler, is there anything else you want to hate on before we move to Friday? We
0: didn't talk about the release time. So Friday, oh, November true. 6th is going to be the pre-order, and they're going to ship on the 12th. Uh, one thing that they didn't mention well, was what specific time.
1: there, though. Which one are you ordering? Because there's a trick here, I thought, the or well, the way I perceived it. Uh, all, so they only Friday, said you one order, day. This Friday, you can order the Pro and the Pro Max. This Friday? I mean, it was like two weeks later. Yeah, October 16th. And then I think it's like two weeks later. Oh, I mean, the, so my understanding is that iPhone. the
0: Pro and the max. And all of them were Friday, November 6th. So I I somehow missed that date. So I'm going to have to change that and make sure I get it. The one thing that I didn't hear though is the time because it used to be I had to wake up at two o'clock in the morning and do it. But then for the iPhone 11, they did it at like 8 a.m. Pacific time and it was awesome. So I really hope they stick with that and they don't go back to a midnight Pacific release.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's this Friday. Oh, I'm trying to Edge look up real quick seat. and see. Okay,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna look at that. So I
1: the pro pre order is ten sixteen. The the pro I'm sorry, the pro max pre order is eleven six. Okay, never mind. i I misunderstood that. I thought the pro and pro max was this Friday, and then the standard iPhone twelve was delayed to eleven six. Okay, so wait, when's, the, the, when's the
0: twelve pro? Is that this Friday
1: or the sixth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, twelve pro. Is 1016. 12 Pro Max is eleven six. Oh man,
0: yeah, it sure is. Right there. Okay, well, that's my fault. But either way, that makes it better because I was like, Oh, I have to wait until the sixth. That sucks. <laughs> but yeah, I want the well, pro. I'm
1: gonna wait till the sixth. No, I, I
0: don't I don't pretty want pretty the max anymore. Really? Why? So I I when the I think it was the iPhone 6S Plus when that first came out, I was like, great, let's do this. It's awesome, huge screen, and I loved it. And then When the iPhone 10 came out and they essentially said, we'll give you all of that screen real estate and it'll be a smaller phone, I got stuck. So I love the regular size because it gives me all that extra real estate of like the plus – but it's not a huge form factor. So like I can put it in my pocket without looking ridiculous anymore. Right. So uh, I, mean, I, I love the regular. Like
1: ridiculous. It's just not Dude, so in the. <laughs> Tyler had to get a jab in because he doesn't care. Oh yeah. For sure. Let me remind you that, that uh, a solid 50% of our listener base is. Was- Base listens on uh, on Apple Podcasts, so and, and I
2: bet even about. more than that so is on iPhone. Y-
1: you so. got to feed the beast, there, Tyler. Come on, I, did, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. It's probably even more. Oh, I iPhone. guarantee That's it's true. more because they're using yeah, they're using Spotify and not Apple Podcasts. Uh, pre-order okay. starting at 5 a.m. five a.m. PDT
0: on the sixteenth, so seven a.m. Our time. That's perfect. I love that. That's so great.
1: I felt seen in the in the launch as well because I'm still on an iPhone eight which there was only one size of Ooh, man. And if you compare, so this was the big thing for the mini, right? This was the, the, the smallest one that they offer. Yeah. It is a smaller phone with bigger real estate than the iPhone eight. Yeah. Nice. Which is sense. Can, can you, can you get that in your mind? Like it's, the it's four no four more. Dimensions bezel. are smaller that's right. The phone dimensions yeah. are smaller that's than the awesome. 8, but it has a bigger screen than the 8 does. Yeah, that's rad. Yeah, and I, like I
2: think that. situations like that where you're a few generations back and you're you're looking at the new ones, like I, I think it's awesome. And the number of improvements across all of those generations are probably significant. Um, I, I tend to see and this is true of all of the flagship phones, this is not uniquely Apple, but one generation to the next, you know, there might be a whiz bang feature or something that they market really well, but it, it's, I, I'm usually surprised at the number of people who are like, I'm getting the new one when they got the new one last year. And sorry.
0: Yeah, that's me. That's me.
2: Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't follow that. Like I, I use my phones until they die in a fire, um, which unfortunately is shorter than it should be. It, I've been surprised at the number of phones that fail two years in without like catastrophic drops and stuff Planned
0: obsolescence, man.
2: I, yeah. And and nothing is more irritating than planned obsolescence and stuff like that. You want to talk about hating on the environment.
1: Boom. There it is. You're not the gentlest with your devices either. (laughs) I will say, I don't know if y'all know Casey Neistat, but he's notorious for being very, very rough on his electronics. You're a bit like that.
0: <laughs> with all,
1: with I, and yet and I've never had a heart. shattered screen <laughs> that is amazing that is amazing no, so I I think
0: you think I shattered all my, my screens I and I I just a couple of years back started using screen protectors for the first time because I had to replace an iPhone screen for the cash value out of warranty um, and Ooh. it was the most painful I've ever done. Um, My whole thing before was that like screen protectors ruined the aesthetic of the phone and the feel, which they do. But there's, so for anybody here in the like Dallas-ish area, there's a place at Stonebriar Mall called Zag. It's this tiny little booth. There's always a crazy line there. For 60 bucks, the first time, they give you a glass awesome screen protector. You can't feel the difference. You can't even tell it's there. And you can shatter it over and, over and over and over and over and over again and they'll just keep replacing it for eight bucks after that
2: that's impressive
0: so oh, i wait. literally like every time i get so a new it phone eight bucks. it's eight bucks to, they call that the install oh. fee but dude <laughs> yeah, seriously like sense. i i've actually replaced them so many times but when they pull them off there's zero scratches there's nothing on the sure. the phone glass i did that with my kids tablets but yeah but the
2: you know the android tablets or whatever you can get them for like five dollars for mm. a pack of three
0: And it was funny because I I just happened around this place because I was at the Apple store and I was like, hey, I did this. And they're like, hey, you should get a screen protector. And I'm like, yeah, I guess so, since I just gave you like 300 bucks for a screen. And they're like, okay, well, we sell these over here, but these are trash. So walk out of the store, go down to the left and go find that line down there and they'll get you hooked up. And I'm like, you're telling me to go spend money somewhere else? And he's like, yeah, trust me. (laughs) And (laughs) and I've been going there ever since. It's the best. That's awesome.
1: Okay. We're, uh, we're like 40 minutes into talking about the iPhone event. Uh, maybe we touch on a few other things <laughs> real quick talk before, about we, this long? before we wrap up the episode. Because <laughs> you're um, into it. So let's talk about Amazon Prime Day. Um, found this article that was touching on some of the, uh, the biggest deals. And those of y'all that don't know, uh, Prime Day started today, goes through the end of the day tomorrow. So roughly 32-ish hours uh, after this podcast. There is
0: 33 posted. hours, 35 minutes and 26 seconds as of right now.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So roughly 32 nice. hours after this gets posted, you'll have, uh, you'll have, you, you'll still have time. So I uh, wanted to call a couple couple deals out. Four pack of 128 gig micro SD cards with adapter, 63 bucks. Um, that is yeah, killer. for any GoPro deals. addicts out there? Love that. Yep.
0: Nintendo yeah. Nintendo switches, all,
1: uh, cell phones uh, that aren't, iPhones, because they still have slots. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there it is. Uh, AirPods <laughs> with charging case
0: 115 bucks. I'm uh, looking at see. that right now. That's a killer one. So the uh the good Roomba that has the uh the little self-cleaning base so that it like goes around and vacuums your house and goes up to oh, there. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the Oh nice. Starting yeah. at 199 bucks.
1: What? That's that's Dude, that I just like bought a, a new deal, Roomba. Those usually very expensive. Yes. Yeah. Uh, nice. I, I, Dude, I just bought one for like 2 50 or something. I'm sorry.
0: So the one that has the, the cleaning base is 599 It's the i6 Pro. Okay. <laughs> but, still, <laughs> but still, like the one – so I bought ours the day it came out, and it was the first one they ever had with the self-cleaning base because my wife wanted it real bad. I paid a grand for it. So $599 for the same thing is not bad. And, man, the Roombas. as much as I hate it because it's loud and it's annoying sometimes, if you actually set it to run like while you're gone, it's the greatest thing ever.
2: Oh, there you go. Yeah, Yeah, why why you're gone? That makes sense. My we we have an old Roomba, just one of the lower end models, and we ran it a few times, just in our kitchen, pretty much. We'd fence it all, and uh, even that ended up being more annoying than just sweeping the floor because it was so loud and just not that great. Yeah, quieter.
0: You you gotta run it when you're not home. And the difference between mm. carpet and wood floors. So like this thing downstairs, it like echoes through and it's 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 a little annoying and I hate it, but I like running it when I'm like upstairs in the office or something or I have headphones on. <laughs> but yeah, if I'm downstairs and the wife needs to do something with it, I'm just like, I'll just I'll
1: sweep it myself. <laughs> All right. Two other call-outs here that I saw good deals on. Google Pixel 4XL uh, unlocked the 64 gig and 128 gigs are 549 and 649. And then I'm a huge fan of the JBL um, uh, waterproof bleh, waterproof portable Bluetooth speakers. Oh yeah, I've got the kind of like uh, the mid size one, but they have their boombox, the biggest one on sale. It's usually 400 bucks. It's 279 mm-hmm. on Amazon, and those all pair together. Thought about getting that, but that that was a good deal.
0: Uh, Echo Dots for 1899 with free Prime <laughs> shipping. <laughs> but oh, they awesome. also with the with the Echo stuff, they've got a lot of uh, like starter kits. Um, they have like the security kit, so Our there's one devices, that comes with an, like that. an echo dot and a ring doorbell for
1: 69.99. Noise.
0: So I mean they're, yeah. they're, that, they're doing... that home mini is so awesome. That was, that was Google. And if anybody so, does yeah. it, like if anybody's in the Echo, uh, the, you know the Alexa ecosystem, the uh, the Echo shows are pretty awesome.
2: Are they cool? I, that's I really, not one that I have tried. I, I just haven't figured out what use case I have.
0: The show and the that. spot are great, so I keep the show down. You know, as basically my clock um, on my nightstand. Love that for like weather; it'll show you the seven-day forecast and stuff like that. And then the Echo Spot, the little like round softball size yeah. one with the screen. I have that on my desk, sitting next to me right now, and. Uh, Just for the fact that I can say, you know, blah, 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 show me the front door and it will automatically open up the ring camera on the screen. It is the greatest piece of technology that I have in my my (laughs) office. Or I could say, show me, you know, Aven's Playroom and it'll show me all the cameras around the house. So just for that alone, it's, it's awesome. There you go. It's like, I'm, I'm sitting up here working in my office upstairs and like my dog starts going nuts or something. So I'll, you know, ask to see the front door to see if somebody's here or what have you. It's great. Yeah, I, yeah. I really Bishop love it.
2: only 45 bucks today. Yeah. It's 50% I, off according to uh, Amazon, which is what? I
0: don't know, use like it something. as much as I'd like to, but like if I'm – I think the biggest use case I don't even have anymore is for traveling. Like I would be packing for traveling somewhere and I'd say, what's the weather like this weekend, blah, blah, blah. And it would show me the full forecast right there on the screen so I could plan ahead. So, I mean, it, I use it more than not, but, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of other use cases like video calling and stuff that I don't use it for.
2: Yeah, cool. Oh, and that—that that is actually, I'm just, I'm looking at, I use Camelizer for all things Amazon. Amazon. If you guys aren't familiar with that, it's a it's a Chrome extension. I'm sure there are some other ones. You can go to their site, but it actually shows price history for stuff. No, this is true. Uh, <laughs> it uh, but it shows price history, and you can kind of see all time lows and highs and spikes and stuff like that. And uh, oh, that's cool. That, specifically, the show five is forty four ninety nine for Prime Day right now, which is about five bucks cheaper than it has ever been.
1: I'm just going to keep saying when we say product names that they're not sponsored just to point (laughs) out the fact that we are open for sponsorship. Give me money. Um, Tyler, I wanted to get your take on this, man. Uh, Options. Sorry. Having trouble speaking today. Option trader makes $1.4 million bet on Apple ahead of iPhone event. $1.4 million bet.
2: We should we should save that one for John Nicholson but no that I mean options trading unless you're doing some very interesting straddles and, and other sort of uh, I guess ways of selling and buying calls and puts to limit losses but sort of maximize percent likelihood of return and stuff like that playing the Greeks effectively if it's something you want to look up. but uh, it, if you're just gonna buy calls or puts, it is basically just gambling, especially yeah. in today's market where bad news doesn't always tank and good news doesn't always lift the the stock price. Cause that's basically what you're saying. Right. You're 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 buying something heavily leveraged generally speaking when it comes to options. You're basically saying yeah. I'm going to pay a price to get a the right to buy or the right to sell, or I'm gonna give someone else the right to, to buy or sell. Hundreds of shares, literally. They they yeah. come in share packs, effectively, and then you're buying and selling the right to transact on that, so you can <laughs> collect sort of a premium on top of it. But it is it is a lot of people will just gamble on options, and that is right. insane. That he walked away.
0: Well, and but it's funny because their stock is options is, are zero sum.
1: Yeah. Well, let me, but,
2: but so that's me, the thing to think about it. Options are zero thumb sum. It doesn't mean that one person lost that much money, but it means that people lost that much money for him to earn it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So this is, this is the crazy, crazy piece here. So there were, um, what was this, uh, finance.yahoo.com, uh, reported on this, but there was a flurry of these massive bets right sure. before the events. Sure. And so three <laughs> of the largest ones here, um, all expired. Let's see. One of them is, um, let's see, a put option with $150 strike price. January 15th, 2021, trade represented a $963,000 bearish bet. Another one is, uh, let's see, an Apple call option that was a 754000 bullish bet expired in March So
2: so a put is the right to sell at a certain price and a call is the right to buy at a certain price if you're purchasing them. So if you buy a put, you are buying the right to sell a stock at the price that's in the contract, which means that if the price drops then you have a guaranteed sell that the person who sold you that put basically must buy those shares from you effectively at right. that price, which means that you get the, the, the gap in between it. That's just to explain to anybody that doesn't understand. And then it okay. calls, or the other side of it, if you're buying a call, you're buying the right to purchase a stock at a certain price. So that's why you see bearish. If you buy a put, you're saying I'm expecting the price to go down, which gives me the right to sell it at a profit later. And if you're buying a call, you're giving yourself the right to sell it, or sorry, to to purchase that stock at a lower price than it is later. That's the the bullish. If you were bearish, you would not buy a call because you're saying the price is going to go up, and I'm guaranteeing that I can. You know, buy it at a higher price, you know, effectively. Right. So that's, that's just where that sits.
1: Yeah. And so the, the third one here, and I'm getting to a point, but the third one here, 500 Apple put options. Thank you for explaining that. Uh, with a <laughs> 120 strike p- price expiring in September of 2021, that represents an $867,000 bet. The largest one is those, those 1.4 million.
2: Really far out there too. So that's the other thing keep yeah,
1: well, in mind is that
2: all of those, the the cost of the contract tends to go up because there's intrinsic value related to how far out you're buying. So yeah. if you're buying a very inexpensive contract today that expires on Friday, you're carrying all of the risk. It's probably going to expire worthless as most options do actually. Um, but if you're doing it all the way out in 2021, you obviously have a much longer time horizon for a swing to go up or down. Yeah. Uh, so it's interesting. They must have found some really good prices, and that those are just. I mean, it's not as risky because you've got a long time to let it go. But that's crazy.
1: Well, and the prices on all those that, that go out to next year are 1450, 1735, and 30 dollars for the one in January. So it's actually closer. But the 1.4 million dollar one. Uh, 1535 Apple call options with a 113.80 strike price, which its current price is 121. Uh, let's see. I'm expiring actually this down Friday. after hours. <laughs> yeah. Expiring this Friday. $1.4 million. Yeah.
2: See, and those those uh, are the ones, this bet. is where John, John would probably have an eloquent way to say this, but it, when you're buying options, especially if they're out of the money, which means that like you couldn't sell them for a profit. That, that cost is baked in. But if they're totally out of the money and they expire in days, you, you're carrying not not necessarily risk to you financially, but a lot of risk or likelihood that it's just going to expire worthless. <laughs> yeah. So that's hilarious.
1: <laughs> anyway. Thought you'd get a kick out of that.
2: I do. No, that's great. I, I'm curious to to know a little bit more about exactly what the plays were because the other thing that's really interesting about um, options, especially if you're selling options, so if you're selling a put as opposed to buying a put, um, there there are a number of options uh, quote strategies. I, I hesitate to even use that word that have w- infinite risk, right? So if you sold, uh, if you sold, and I'm, I'm not as in my in my head, I'm not as good at the selling side. So if you sold a put, which is the right for them to, you're basically committing to buy. If you sell a put and something catastrophic and uh, Apple like went to zero tomorrow, you your, your gap is just astronomical, yeah. right? And then on the other side, right, if you're selling a call and it goes, you know, through the through the roof or, or vice versa. That's why I always get those mix, mixed up. When you sell it, it, it just messes my head. I'd have to see it on a whiteboard. But there, literally, there are infinite risk option plays. So
1: Yeah, you just like, become homeless. Become financially ruined. Yeah. Absolutely. In, in <laughs> a hot right. second. <laughs> right. That's right. That's oh, crazy. Man, no. That's funny. All right. Does that wrap up the show? We're at like 55 minutes. Are we done here? Or do we want to touch I, on a I, bunch of random things?
2: No, nah, I think jokes. we'll save the random things. There, there is there's some cool stuff, and uh, what yeah. I think we're gonna have a guest tomorrow that might be fun to talk about some of the sciencey ones, anyways. So my sister,
1: yeah, yeah, Can get her. So, so I will us. not be on. Get her to explain the science behind what she was doing that I messed up explaining when she. Was I will. I will hold my, her to <laughs> that
2: technology. And then I'm gonna quiz her on the spec. Spaghettification of stars when they get swallowed by, uh, black holes. Because <laughs> Did you retained- say
1: the spaghettification?
2: Absolutely. It's one of my favorite terms related to ast- astronomy or astrological or astrological, uh, um, cosmo- cosmological physics, uh, it, and when stars get a little too close to supermassive black holes, there's a, a phenomenon called. Man,
0: that scary. word of the day of paper is really paying off for you. You can tell.
1: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> like, do me a favor. Uh, when she's on, ask her what I do.
2: No, i will absolutely, <laughs> you know, it's on my short list for sure.
1: Uh, I texted awesome t- her t- right episode. after that show. I was like, "Hey, I talked about you. You should come on the show and defend yourself." And, and then she listened right away, and she was like, "You were so close, but so far off." <laughs> I love that. So close, but so far. (laughs) Okay, cool. Well, wrap it up. Tim, thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for having me. Tim, thanks
2: a ton. You're always welcome. We're going to make you a staple because we enjoy having you. I'm here
0: for it. Let's do it. Uh,
2: Maybe not with the apple one it was a little bit much that's not true i held my i held my own just fine i'm sure
0: <laughs> you did very well you nailed it
2: <laughs> no thanks again for coming on and that brings another tech breakfast podcast to a close y'all we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did um if you got any news that we missed which i'm sure you did because we focused almost entirely on apple today if you got general feedback like tyler's too angry about apple things go ahead and give it to us on the twitters or elsewhere or if you'd like to join us on a show we'd love to have you come record with us let us know know uh twitter tends to be the best place to do it and if you like what we're doing and you want to support us we do have a patreon site now so uh check it out i think the details will be in the show notes uh thank you for listening thank you for subscribing tell all your friends and have a great week we'll see you tomorrow morning